Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thank you for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education and hosted by Aspirant. Tag Data Talk covers topics on the current state and outlook of analytics and data science. We use an interview format with professionals and academics to discuss use cases, future trends, talent and skills, organizational structures, and tool advancements related to data science and analytics. Thanks for listening. Hello, this is Dr. Beverly Wright, and thanks for joining Tag Data Talk. With us today, we have Oliver Wagner, General Manager, Consumer Experience and Engagement at NCR. And we're talking about developing a data-inspired culture. Thanks for joining us, Oliver. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here in spite of, you know, you asking for professionals and academics. Yes. <laughs> well, you're at least a professional, right? Tell us why you're so cool, actually. What's, where are you from and what's your background? So... Um... It's a it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It most definitely is a journey. But uh, I came to NCR from TGI Fridays, where I ran consumer insights and analytics, as well as restaurant solutions. Uh, prior to that, I was director of enterprise data services at Cox Automotive. So there, I was responsible for managing the platforms that supported uh, our data science teams in delivering data and analytics products to Cox Automotive customers. And then I have a long history in uh, the enterprise hardware and software space, uh, very much focusing on data platforms uh, and solution architecture. Sounds like fun. So our talk today is about data-inspired culture. What What is that? What does it mean um, to have a data-inspired culture? Just definition. Having AI. No, I just... <laughs> you mean it's buzzword compliant? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's all about having the right buzzwords. That's all right. No, a data-inspired culture... You know, it's interesting, and I use, I talk about AI jokingly, um, but that has just been the next evolution in the application of analytics um, to solving business problems. And so we can go back to just talking about um, BI and then how it's evolved into just all the way up the analytics maturity model and such. But any enterprise that takes on any sort of analytics endeavor is really about taking a look at the business processes that they enable and making them data-driven. Mm-hmm. And it's not only making it data-driven, but taking the insights that's generated from the analytics and working them back into the business processes to give the right answer at the right time in the business process, whatever that might look like so up and down the model. It sounds like you're um, saying that it's less about the how and maybe even less about the what, and it's more about the why. You know, why is the problem? You know, it's all about the problem solving and developing um, a type of architecture or structure or even just mindset that gets you to answering problems in a way that make that are empirically driven. Is that for, accurate? For, for those for those listening, I am nodding in in the affirmative emphatically. Yes. Uh, you're absolutely 100% correct. It is about that mindset. But first and foremost, what's the business problem that you're trying to solve? Okay. And so in developing that, that data culture, mm-hmm. I, and I, I always like to talk about this, it's about enabling servant leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, we as technology or analytics professionals are there to serve the business. We're not there to do math for our own ends, though left on our own, we would do that. Yeah. But we are there to serve the business, 
to solve a business problem. And it's understanding, okay, let's focus on what that problem is first. Mm -hmm. First step. And, and it's applicable to almost any technology endeavor, but very much so uh, in, in developing that first step in developing a, a data culture. Um, the other part of that is then um, understanding, uh, d developing that data strategy, thinking in terms of data. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've got a business problem, and I know what the best outcome of that problem looks like. And that's that's what you're, you're looking at all the decision points in that business process workflow. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, what, what would be the best decision that comes out of that? Now... You have to assess, do I have the data to be able to do that? Right. And that takes you just along a whole nother journey about, and a, you know, a whole nother podcast, just talking about data strategy. Sure. But that, again, these are the steps and this is the culture you're trying to build. Okay. Process. Is there data to support the process? And then if I have that, then, you know, we can get into tools and technology and approaches and such. Um, but even... Before you get to all of that, building that data strategy, mm -hmm. a big part of that is establishing the culture. Okay. The culture is, a, is an immediate outcome from that strategy. Gotcha. So at the core is the actual business problem and what's trying to be solved. It's not analytics for analytics sake. It's not how fancy you can develop you know, a certain model. It's not what type of analytics you apply or which process you use or what kind of techniques or what tools you use. It's more about focusing on the actual business problem through that servant leadership, so to speak. I like that term. And um, and developing everything around that. So why do you think this is important? Or is it important? Oh, it absolutely is important. I mean, it's the difference between success and failure. Um, so developing that culture... Um, the reason that we call it a culture is just by that very nature, um, it means it's inclusive of everyone in the organization that participates in making the business successful. Mm -hmm. So, you know, businesses are there to make money indefinitely. That's their goal. Right. And they do so by, you know, optimizing throughput, the, the revenue coming in and minimizing the costs in order to, to generate that throughput. And so everyone should be aligned to that. Not necessarily their little little thing, but everyone should have their eye. Okay, how does this help make the company money? So now when I've introduced a framework in which I can move that towards optimality, and yep. that's what analytics does. It takes what you're doing and it allows you to make it better. Mm -hmm. So in doing that, again, you're, you're, you're having to align everyone in your organization towards thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And so now we start thinking about data. Okay. So let's talk just, you know, a, a couple examples here. We talk about identifying data. Where is the data within the organization? And typically it's, it's in silos everywhere. So, you know, we have to bring that together. The thing is, is as analytics professionals, we understand data, we understand algorithms, we even understand technology, but we might not necessarily have the domain expertise around the data. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you're building that culture, you know, I really think of it as we have business, um, three, three organizations, three pillars. You have the business, you have the analytics professionals, and you have technology. Mm -hmm. The business, one, establishes the goal, but they're also stewards of the data. Mm -hmm. 
And what does that mean? That means they're going to have all the institutional knowledge required to identify if um, a customer is a customer or a product is a product. They own the creation of the golden record. And, and we know as we go through these analytics processes, it's important to have that clean data. And it's important, especially in consumer-facing applications, that you have that 360-degree view. What is a consumer? Mm -hmm. What is a consumer to us? What are all the different touch points and such? The business owns identifying all of that. And they need to have ownership in it. And that's how you create a culture, an inclusive culture, is by saying, okay, you, are, you own this mm -hmm. and you're accountable for it. But guess what? We're going to help you do it. Right, right. You know, we're going to help you through all of this stuff. And it's very collaborative then. Well, and that, that point on collaboration, um, as you were talking about it being sort of spread throughout the organization, almost like within the DNA of each person, whether you're a customer service agent, whether you're an executive leader, you have to have some at least acknowledgement that data is at the underpinning of your entire organization. It sounds like that's one of the things that you're... That's step, that's step one. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And mm -hmm. so you're going to go through this journey of trying to bring together all your data resources together. Right. Now, and let's say you're successful. You're actually able to, to launch something that is able to uh, put value back into the business process, drive bottom line value, right? Mm -hmm. Once you get a taste for that, you're going to want to do more. Well, there are... are portions of the organization that may not be directly associated with this, mm -hmm. but tangentially they get pulled in because they have the opportunity to start thinking about the products and services that they bring to market. Mm -hmm. What's the data that I'm collecting on that? What are things that I can do to better prepare or, or better architect my product or service that I'm collecting clean data mm. or data of value that I can then interject back into the process. Mm. Again, they may not, they're may they not directly related to an analytics process or project, right? but by having a culture that thinks about data and you're thinking about it upstream, mm -hmm. you save orders of magnitude and work in the cleansing and organization. It becomes part of the process. Got it. Got it. So it seems like this would be a little bit challenging for more established companies or more established business professionals. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, as you know, I teach analytics practicum at Georgia Tech. I noticed, by the way, you've got your Florida mug there and your, oh, you do have your Georgia Tech shirt on. Thank you. Represent. Um, <laughs> and I see that the younger group, they're all thinking in terms of data. Now, of course, I'm biased because of my class and everything. But even still, I feel like even high schoolers are thinking about data you know, as you have more and more companies that are emerging that are data, not just data driven, but their 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 main offering is data, you know, and they're all about data. But I remember when I started in 91, those who rose to the top of the career ladder was based on their intuition. It was the day of the golden gut. So there's got to be some barriers that you have to overcome to an extent in order to get more toward that data driven sort of culture. What would you speak to as far as like those barriers? Like where do they tend to come from and what do you do about it? So it's a great question. I see it all the time. Uh, I've seen it through my entire career uh, and, and it's, it's frustrating and challenging. So how do you overcome it? One, you know, when we talk, the, the business owners, these are going to be people who are putting this into action to solve that problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, but including them early on in the process 
of being stewards of the data, then you can't question the data that has gone into it. Well, that was your responsibility. They're a part you, of it. You were accountable for it. You signed up for it. Got it. They're going to say, nope, you're right. Good data went into this analysis. Then um, we do our thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we generate insights by whatever mechanism is appropriate. A certain degree of transparency needs to be provided in that. Um, and the big challenge there for a lot of professionals, and, and, I, and I've certainly seen this having gone through you know, uh, several iterations of academics myself mm -hmm. uh, as a professional, is a lot of the folks coming out of the program aren't able to articulate what they're doing at a high school level. Mm. Uh, one of my one of my bosses or first bosses, he said, you need to be able to write at a high school level mm -hmm. forever. And we were doing accident reconstruction, you know, pure engineering work. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to communicate to a jury very clearly mm -hmm. at that level. We need to be able to do that as well, such that there is a base understanding of what's going in there. If there's not, if it seems like witchcraft, um, then you're not going to have that acceptance. Mm -hmm. So the onus is on us in a way. It as is. Data science professionals. And, and, and Claudia Imhoff, um, in in her talks, re, you know, over the last couple of years, has talked about this concept of a data translator, mm. uh, analytics translator. And these are these aren't necessarily data scientists, mm -hmm. and they're not business resources, but they they ride the line between that that area and the Venn diagram. Mm -hmm. And what they're able to do is they have enough knowledge of the data science and enough knowledge of the business process that they're able to articulate, here is how we are accomplishing that. Mm -hmm. On a tertiary, results. Yep, just happy. Yep. <laughs> you can't argue with results. Right. If I put something in, in line and if I'm managing it correctly, if I've done my work correctly, I should be driving bottom line results. You just have to and, get those wins. And again, even if it's a failure, mm -hmm. identify you know what you what you did determine from mm -hmm. that. Gotcha. Okay, and if you're able to map that to the, what's actually happening in the physical world, mm -hmm. then you get a lot of credibility. Got it. Great, great advice. Um, how do you know? So you, let's say you you are deliberate. Maybe even you have a set of champions or advocates that sort of, you know, grab this cause with you and say, we're going to, we're going to make a difference. We're going to do things that have the visibility, that show the wins, that show the learnings, that we're going to learn how to speak better. Let's say you take all this advice and all these efforts and you push as hard as you can. How do you know when you've won? How do you know when you've gotten there? What is the manifestation of, hey, we are a data inspired culture? You never get there because it's a continuous process. By the very nature of being data-driven, mm -hmm. it is a continuous process. Um, your models need to be constantly refreshed. Environments are changing. But as part of implementing all of this, mm -hmm. you should be measuring what you're doing. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, you have bottom line value that you're trying to drive for the business. Mm -hmm. I should be able to, if again, if I'm implementing everything correctly, be able to measure the attribution of my efforts to that. Mm -hmm. and, and quite honestly, that is actually the most sophisticated aspect 
of uh, of deploying a data driven culture in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not delivering sophisticated AI around a particular business process, but can I actually attribute that to the value that I'm driving? Mm. That is actually much more difficult to do. Right. Um, because there are a lot of players within the organization that you need to orchestrate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, it needs to be an inherent part of the process. It needs to be an inherent part of the culture. Everyone right. needs to be asking themselves, is this is what I'm doing driving value? Mm-hmm. Is it moving the business forward? Or is this just an exercise in analytics, an exercise in, in, in generating insights that have no value for like the business? Like checking off a box of, of sorts. Exactly. So when you start to see... Um, every associate at whatever level and whichever kind of group thinking about data, when you start um, maybe having a seat at the table when it comes to problem solving and decision making, those are the sorts of signs that say, oh, we're getting there. Although you're never actually there, it sounds like. I I, I question even of having a seat at the table um, is because sometimes we do things for the perception of it. Mm. Oh, we're a data-driven company. Because we have our CAO sitting here. Right, exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, great, what have you delivered? Right. How have you, I always go back to. Results. How, how have you impacted the bottom line revenue of the company? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, and, and here's the thing, is, is there's, a, there's a big place for this in, in cost optimization. How mm. have you saved the company money? Throughput tends to be order of magnitudes um, greater impact to the business than than cost mitigation. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Great advice. Um, and what final piece of advice would you give to a data scientist or an analytics professional who's trying to develop a more data inspired culture of their company? What one thing would you tell them? Communication. I will. I will go back to the fact that we are horrible at at, at communicating. And I, and I, I am, I lump myself into that mm-hmm. wholly. There, uh, I, I remember uh, one of my, we were at a Christmas party and one of my bosses was talking to my wife. And he's uh, like, yeah, I really like Oliver. You know, he's doing some good work and all that. He goes, but there are a lot of times he'll start talking and I just nod my head. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I'm glad to hear that feedback and I'm not hurt by it. It shows where I need to improve in my ability to communicate because, yeah, I, I will be heading in all sorts of algorithms, technology, what have you, mm-hmm. realizing that the vast majority of folks around us don't have that background. They don't have that depth, that education, that devotion to the craft. Mm-hmm. You need to be wary of that. You, right. you need to, to, to humble yourself and and again, articulate at that at that high school level. So communication is key mm-hmm. to uh, being able to communicate the message. Because if you can't hear the message, that's like it's not even What's been delivered. What's the point? What's the point? Right? Yeah, I have a um, a great colleague. I very much admire her. And to make a point to her boss, she wrote a mathematical formula to prove to her boss that she was wrong about a certain point. So you don't think we should communicate that way? Good luck with that. <laughs> Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, Thanks again to Oliver Wagner. I always want to say Wagner. To Oliver Wagner, General Manager, Consumer Experience and Engagement at NCR for talking with us about developing a data-inspired culture. Thanks, Oliver. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.
Thanks for listening to Tag Data Talk, sponsored by Emory Continuing Education, hosted by Aspirant. Have a great data set.